What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of FKB The penultimate weekend of the Premier League has just passed us by And if you're living in Singapore, um, hope you guys had a good long weekend We had the Monday off uh, for everyone living here um, There was also just the small occasion of the FA Cup final You know, nothing, no big deal And uh, it's just nice that I have with me today the blue half or the blue quarter of FKB, Sash. What's and, up? Uh, to kick things off, we're going to talk about the FA Cup final uh, before we progress back Are to we gonna the Are we going to keep it uh, short and sweet? Uh, relatively. <laughs> it seems like old news by now. <laughs> yeah. I will I, I will s- like kick things off by saying that um, it, was re- it was pretty much a carbon copy of the Carabao Cup final. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 in some ways, it felt super scripted. Less controversy, though, than the Carabao Cup final. But um, unless you disagree with that, I can't remember anything crazy off the top of my head. Uh, went to penalties again, albeit this time it was a little but, bit shorter. Uh, there was a similar scenario where Mount kind of missed a def- decisive uh, kick. Like the previous... He, he didn't miss it in the Carabao Cup. Right? No, he didn't. But he, he, he missed a shot that could... I mean, would have been a goal. It was registered as a big chance, but he didn't take it. And oh, in 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 normal in, time, in real yeah. normal time, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I I would agree that I I think Liverpool had the better possession. We had more chances, but like the previous final, Chelsea had perhaps some very clear cut chances. No, but you Although guys Liverpool hit the post hit twice. The post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, even though we hit the post, it was. It was like kind of hit the outside of the post. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but mm. um, I thought Pulisic, man, Pulisic was super wasteful, and he knew it when he got subbed off. You could tell he was really furious with himself. Mm-hmm. Um, who else kind of came comes to didn't, mind? Didn't really understand the Lukaku substitution. Me neither. Though. I, felt I, that I didn't could... think he was playing poorly. Like yeah. I thought he he was compared to the rest of the team, he was okay. Like mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't really have much possession but then again neither did Chelsea mm-hmm. um, and I thought he looked pretty fresh so why not keep yeah. him yeah, that's on right. for extra time you know? especially with Van penalties. Off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah or like penalties so that that was baffling and then not just that the, the replacement for Lukaku up top was bizarre because if you, th- <laughs> if you thought Lukaku was anonymous right Ruben Loftus-Cheek did nothing in those what 25 minutes because he didn't even make it to the end of extra time. So, I guess yeah, that's I, as good of a, a, a way to start the FA Cup talk. Like, what, what was that substitution I'm, about, I'm, man? I'm trying to understand, like... I'm trying to get into the, the mind of one of the most <laughs> fraudulent managers in the league. So, if I were to interpret it in my, you know, very humble uh, knowledge of mm. football, I'm guessing that he wanted to have a presence up front. But then why the hell will you sub off Lukaku if, you know, you're just going to bring on Loftus-Cheek just to be that focal point up front. And to be fair, he's not a striker. So the passes that Mount was trying to make, especially the one where he turned in the half space and wanted to lay off to Loftus-Cheek, yeah. because he's he, not he a striker. He wasn't he aware, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he was like a step behind. Yeah, because he's not used to making those type of forward mm. runs. Whereas if you did have a forward like Lukaku could have anticipated one of those passes by Mount, but the fraud himself had to take him off. And then to make matters worse, he 
wasted another substitution to bring Loftus Cheek off just to put in a uh, Ross Barkley. Was it? Right? Uh, Ross Barkley it for the Ross penalties. Barkley, yeah. yeah. Jeez. At least he scored. <laughs> yeah. But I don't really wa- know what happened with Timo Werner. Like I, I heard he got injured in the warm up. Is yeah, that with, accurate? Together with Kai, like, Kai wasn't even in the squad. And I think Werner yeah, was. Kai wasn't even. Um, f- uh, he didn't even make the match this squad, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is that. I know it's pretty cliche to say, and we always hear pundits say it, but if you're fit enough to be on the bench, surely you should be fit enough to at least participate on a pitch, right? I've, I felt that Werner could have done, you know, um, more than exploited, um, yeah, could have exploited that high line. Um, yeah, exactly. That's actually a great point. That was, I think, the main difference between the FA Cup final and the Carabao Cup final. Like, we didn't see Liverpool cut open as much as before. And I think that was down in part to uh, a, a distinct lack of pace up front. Perhaps you had Pulisic, but Pulisic kind of was dropping deeper. You know, he was actually running with the ball more rather than running behind the line, um, which was baffling to me because Chelsea have done that to us, I think, at least twice this season. So I thought for sure they would they would try it again. But I don't know whether it was because Liverpool defended in a way that didn't allow it to happen or whether Chelsea and Tuchel kind of abandoned that approach. I don't because know, the man. first twenty I minutes were as were as dominant a twenty minutes as I've ever seen in a Liverpool Chelsea game. Like, mm-hmm. um, it was it was bad, man. Like, uh, we 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 were not clinical enough. And kudos to you guys, your came back. Yeah, we held on. DS, half the first half, yeah. Yeah, I clenched I clenched my ass extremely tightly whenever <laughs> DS just ran past Bro. our defensive line. Yeah, I was shocked that I, he didn't score. You know, like he could have scored so many times. Yeah. Yeah, Klopp, Klopp uh, was singing his praises after the match, but he also said he should have scored at least two goals. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he will get better. But man, what a signing, dude! What a player! And I mean, he's—I don't think it's too he, far-fetched to say that he will go down as probably <laughs> the best January transfer window signing. Whoa, whoa, hold, hold, hold your horses, man! Hold your horses! Like, um, we did describe him, or we did, you know, compare for, him for, to like Daniel James. Bella. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> The Favela Daniel James, who, yeah. you know, in, in similar fashion, couldn't finish. So, yeah. Oh, it could but just I mean, <laughs> he, it's not like he's he has a knack of, like, missing sitters, you know. A lot of these chances, he's almost creating for himself out of nothing. Um, so, I do agree. Similar he, to he, he a certain a Adama Triore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. we'll give him the benefit of the doubt now. Yeah, we just yeah. wait till the, the next season rolls on and we'll actually... This is also me looking through <laughs> it with rose-tinted glasses, <laughs> but I swear, every time he plays, man, he does something, dude. And, uh, like like yeah, Adama. Long may it continue. Exactly like uh, Adama. But Adama like will like <laughs> chip it to like nobody <laughs> or like he'll like take a shot and he'll blast it into the rafters. I mean, we'll save this debate for next yes, season. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Luis Diaz, man, once again. You got man of the match, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Um, deservedly so. I thought um, the other candidate for man of the match was Thiago Silva. I thought he was superb, even though he was playing with an injury, I believe, that he sustained really early on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of fright how your best defender is like turning 37. Or is 37, so... So what does that say about the the recruitment? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like I've been banging on offline. So yeah, Mm. dark dark days ahead, man. Dark days. That's a good segue, yeah. Because 
Um, I think there's only so much we can talk about the FA Cup. I don't think Chelsea fans should like hang their heads in shame, like it's the luck of the shootout, right? Or like in this case, it's the nerves of the shooter. I thought when Mendy saved that money penalty, you guys were going to win it because mm-hmm. um, I thought all the momentum was with you guys, but somehow we clawed it back. Mm-hmm. But um, going back to Chelsea, right? What? How do I phrase this? There are a lot of uncertain times um, headed your way in like the next co- next few months. Very similar to that transfer ban you guys had like a few seasons ago. But this time, I think it's even more uncertain. So how do you see like the next perhaps three months the summer window panning out Firstly, are you guys we even allowed do have to buy to players yet I think I think we're alright cause you've been bought over already right yeah it's yeah by um, the Mancini lookalike Todd Boli <laughs> don't really know how to pronounce that I think it's correct sure. Boli we'll yeah so um, <laughs> yeah the first thing we need to do is to Rebuild our squad after spending three hundred fifty million to rebuild the squad. Love it, <laughs> love it. <laughs> so yeah, definitely need to get some defenders because, uh, Rudiger, Christensen, and on, I don't really on. know about Aspi. Yeah, Aspi extended what? Aspi expanded. Uh, uh, expanded. He extended his contract by a year. Yeah, but I don't know if Barcelona are still coming in for him. Not that's a big question mark. And Aspi isn't really, like. The Aspie of all, you can s- yeah. you can tell that he's lost a bit of pace and all that. He's been quite error prone. He's this been season. targeted quite often. Yeah, from the so, few Chelsea games I've watched. Yeah, so the defenders that we're gonna have on paper right now that will definitely be staying will be Melanza, <laughs> Thiago Silva, and Trevor Chaloba, which kind of, I mean, if you're gonna challenge for a title, that's not a defensive. Backline that you are no very way, that's assured it. of. I'm trying to think of who else you guys have who can play centre back. I mean, back. we have this. And you um, guys have three slots at centre back as well. Exactly. Like that's oh, all. Man. Like after Rudiger Christensen and if Aspie decides to go as well, that's who we have left. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big yikes. Um, so I mean, if if you had the option, who would you go for in centre of defence? Like um the sweeper role, like this. The middle of the back three. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. I I mean, Thiago Silva is still the best in that position, but I, I kind of feel that the left and the back, which is where Rudiger was playing uh, most of the season, that needs to be rectified. We need someone like, uh, I think Jules Konde mm. has been uh, the name that's been popping up most recently, and I do think that we'll sign him. I mean, we were supposed to sign him last season, but Sevilla decided to be absolute wrong, snakes. Yeah. yeah. The only reason why we sold Zuma is because we were so assured that <laughs> Kunde would come in. And Sevilla just yeah, exactly. decided yeah, I to I actually did want to bring up Zuma, especially after seeing the season he's had. Mm-hmm. Any regrets there? I mean, it's not like you were in charge of the decision-making, but how kind of frustrating is that to see no, like, it was, the predicament? No, no, we, we... The only reason why we were happy to let Zuma go... Or yeah, because we had we had a verbal agreement with Sevilla yes. that Kunde would come in, which they absolutely did not hold the end of the deal. So, what happened on their end, by the way? Was it was it because they couldn't so, get in a replacement of their own? Got no idea, man. But from what I recall, um, I think they wanted 
Zuma plus cash for Kunde. Right, right, so, right, right. So, but Zuma uh, wanted to stay in London. Yeah, Zuma wanted to stay in London. So we sold Zuma to, to West Ham. To, to attack, attack cats. <laughs> yeah, so with the Zuma money, we decided to splash a little bit more on Kunde. But in the end, they decided, you know, since we're not going to get Zuma as a replacement, we're not going to yeah, pull up our end so, of the deal. We, we don't yeah. really care that we had a in-principle agreement with you guys. So they decided to just hold up their middle hey, fingers man. and just let it... That's, that's, fo- yeah. that's football, man. <laughs> one, one more name I'm going to bandy about is uh, Julian Timber. Are you aware of him from IX? Timber's going uh, to United... Uh, allegedly but United is linked with everyone so I don't I know how I thought that was like a De Jong there is yeah it. I thought that was like the 95% Nigel De Jong deal Nigel De Jong sorry uh, Frankie De Jong <laughs> Frankie De Jong yeah. oh, that would break my heart by the way but I mean it makes sense on paper but once again Frankie seems a bit like a luxury signing for United but I mean we'll get to United and their transfer dealings eventually but I think Chelsea should at least throw their hat in the ring for Timber because he's kind of what they what they you know need. He's a fast, strong, quick defender, intelligent. Um, whether he adapts to the Premier League remains to be seen, but he's still so young. You know, I believe he's only like what twenty one, maybe even younger than that. Uh, yeah, Does he's he, Holy shit! Is he is he compared to Thiago Silva in terms of like? Their attributes, similar attributes. I mean, yeah, Thiago Silva when he was at AC Milan, perhaps, you know, when he was actually like quick. Not mm-hmm. to say Thiago Silva is a snail now, but it's a bit harder to compare peak, like... But I kind of want, yeah, sorry to cut in, but I kind of want to see, you know, that uh, we, we do have this Dutch defender called Xavier M- M- Mabuyamba, who's kind of Mabuyamba. likened to Van Dijk. Because he's tall, strong, Ooh. and he's Dutch, yeah, and he's like nineteen or twenty this year, so it would be good if we could promote him from the youth academy instead of um scout scouting and buying all these frauds. Because I don't trust the scouting team with. I feel money like you guys all. still have a few centre backs out on loan. Like, am I missing someone? Nah, dude, our ready-made centre-backs, we have stupidly sold. sold it. Yeah. Oh, right, Tomori, yeah, sorry, sorry, that's sold yep. already, yeah. Yeah. And he's tearing that's, it up yeah. in Milan, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, they're like a win On the verge, yeah. Yeah, man. It's another thing about English players thriving in Serie A, man, you love to see it. And another ex-Chelsea player, Tammy Abraham, I think, I don't think he's top scorer, I could be wrong, but he's up there. Double he figures for the season, for the, man. He might yeah. be vying for the top scorer in Syria. I could be wrong, but yeah, I mean these kind of things. It doesn't look good in hindsight, la, But <laughs> hopefully, you can invest the money earned intelligently. Um, I mean, not to sound like yeah, not to sound like an Arsenal fan, but our net the, spend has been in the green of. I mean, has been in the green recently. So even though yeah, we've spent about. 350 million to rebuild like air quotes rebuild the squad we didn't really spend that since much since the 350 in question is since when since like, uh, the Morata sale like uh, ah, since we okay. sold Morata like, that particular period up till now so it's a lot of willing and dealing like how Harry Redknapp would put it yeah I mean yeah. like I've always had a massive respect for how Chelsea make their money like from the sales of like Oscar 
they have Morata sale like like getting you guys shelled out what 60 for Morata and getting anywhere close to that back for him was like reeked of like <laughs> wait wasn't subs. wasn't there like a, a rumor going around that Morata is part of some money laundering yeah like yeah <laughs> dude there was like it's a, a one of the football conspiracy yeah wait theories. wasn't it like a TIFO football conspiracy or something they it like wasn't made a video. I think I think I think it was uh, just like some TikTok video but <laughs> I mean like come on if any conspiracy theory is, is true, that one has to be right up there because how are clubs, like, not just random clubs, like elite clubs forking out 40-odd million each time for Morata. And then there's rumours that Barcelona want to sign him now, so I, I don't know, man. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of you guys, it'll be interesting to see who you offload in the summer. Um, I mean, I'm expecting, you know, your also rents like Saul to get yeah, I think I think Ziyech is gone. Like yeah, the I, I, German I agree. the German Padu has just absolutely I, I destroyed <laughs> him. <laughs> uh, I think that's disrespectful to Padu, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I, I did say to the boys that I thought one of Ziyech or Pulisic would leave. Um and I do agree with you that it seems more likely that it's gonna be Ziyech. Mm, it's it's kind of He's kind of a weird one because sometimes he does put on like match-winning performances, but I just don't think we've seen enough from him. And I know how excited you were when he first joined. Uh, I think most of us were, but it's kind of been very stop-start. You know, he's like a a little bit like a B-Tech Mares. <laughs> so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Chelsea in the summer because and this is a real yeah. We kept point. yeah. We, we, I keep getting linked to Dembulans. I think he'll I know, go to like Bayern or something. I, I know he's been ripping it up in Barcelona lately, but I don't think he's the guy, man. I think rip, ripping, it up, ripping it up is also very generous. No, but, but he's been like some assist king ever since yeah, he got married. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a meme. Like he got married, then he decided to just play football. <laughs> mm. Stop stop getting injured. Um. <laughs> I mean, he's also playing for his career, so yep, that yep. definitely helps. Uh, it's a little bit like the Theo Walcott um, syndrome. His last year, or, or rather his last year of contract, right? Yeah, or he's yeah. going to be a free agent because I don't think he's going to extend mm. at Barca. Although they are okay. still trying. Um, I mean, if you guys go for Dembele, that's also I honestly like bad things, man. It's just, <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised because our scouting team is woeful. What happened though? I thought you guys had like one of the sicker scouting teams like just a few years ago. Or maybe that's your transfer committee because the sales y'all have been getting for players mm-hmm. have been quite impressive. Yep. But the As reinvesting in, has been yep, yep. leaving much to be desired. We are it's kind it's of weird. like United's com- transfer committee but not that not shite. bad <laughs> yet. Yeah, we, we, do, we do get profits from our player sales. Whereas United, they just do it the opposite way. Not not to jive at United, but it's just guys. no, no. But it's it's true. Like yeah, as in I I've, I've seen um a comment made where I I can't remember which influencer said it, but he said that uh, United are the only club in the world that lets someone go for free, buys him back for close to a hundred million, and then a few years later lets him go for free again. again. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's that's pretty cold, man. But uh, but it's the truth, man. Like, yeah, let's let's Paul 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 Pogba from age twenty he, he signed for United at age 22, 23, right? And he's what, twenty nine so this year? Old? 
Yeah, well, he signed for United. He's second nah, he signed. State or what? Yeah, he's like state. when he came back to United. Under no Jose. way has he been here for seven years already. Uh, I'm sure he has, man. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he came back with Zlatan, <laughs> right? I, I gotta look this up. Yeah, he came with Zlatan. Yeah, was it like 2015? If he's been here for seven years, right? What the hell, bro? <laughs> Bro, yeah, Mata, wow. Mata has been at United since he was 25, man. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, actually yeah. when you brought up Dembele, I was thinking about Pogba because there, you know, there are the rumors that Man City want to get him. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's all a bit strange. Oh, you Man Man United, he has been at Man United since 2016. Yeah. So that's six years almost. Almost seven years. Still yeah. six years. What has he done in six years, bro? Exactly. Like his career at United One FA from Cup. age. <laughs> or maybe two FA Cups. Europa League. Yeah, he won the Europa, Europa League as well. League. That's all, right? And, and that was all issue. in like his first season, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. Like I said, it's a, it's a real, um, I guess, tipping point or trans- not, not I won't say transitional, but it's it's a real tipping point of a window for Chelsea because... You guys were almost there with Liverpool and City, and now it feels like one more wrong move and you'll be sliding further away. So, Chelsea man wants to watch this summer. Um, centre back definitely um, a requirement. Left back as well. Yeah, because Chilwell Cucurella, is the pressure man. marks and <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Sash, just Sash just, just uh, yeah yeah just just to remind a little bit like um we did talk about Cucurella offline like possible mm. transfer to Chelsea and then I think it was a few hours later that I think my bro kind of exclaimed and told me that uh, City were interested in signing Cucurella <laughs> mm. of course they were yeah oh, of course they are yeah mm. I mean I the mean, the main left back is in jail so <laughs> I mean they were gonna they're gonna win the league with like a freaking centre mid who was converted to a left back that's what Pep does right uh, that, that, I mean, he's gonna uh, win the uh, league without without a striker. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's just a slap in the face to everyone else. But uh, yeah, man, gonna give the ball cr- the ball fraud credit where credit's due, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about Haaland um in the off season. But um, since we are on City and like the Premier League, right? Let's let's move on and and talk about what happened this weekend at the top. You know, there was one more twist. Um, in the storyline, you know, the scripted Amazon documentary that is the Premier League. Um, many Liverpool fans, uh, I think I can attest to this, we got real excited at about halftime uh, from what we saw at the London Stadium. Unfortunately, City did what City do and stormed back and probably should have won that game. Um, did you watch West Ham City by any chance? Uh, no, I was away. Yeah, I mean, who has the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I caught, I caught um, <laughs> ironically, I only caught the last 20 minutes. Um, so I, I did see Mares miss his penalty. Um, so it's kind of a weird one for City because you can never be disappointed when you come from 2-0 down away from home at a site like West Ham. I mean, at least the West Ham of like 2021-22. But then to g- not seal the deal with a penalty has to really get under their skin Mahrez's skin the whole city's uh, squad skin and even Pep's skin because 
if they somehow do not get the job done at Aston Villa, right, that penalty miss is going to be something that is looked back looked back on, you know, with such scrutiny. So I don't know, man. What do you think of that result? Do you think it's a point gained because it's still very much in City's destiny? Even to be fair, a loss wouldn't have changed much. Um, I think City needed to drop points against West Ham and Aston Villa. So wouldn't part it be one is done in a way? Yeah, wouldn't it be a fairy tale if Gerard won you guys the league? It would be not. <laughs> it would do like <laughs> he would have a for his sins, man. <laughs> Gerard would probably cry, dude. <laughs> Gerard would like hundred percent cry if they took and a point and imagine if it's Coutinho was like the one banning in a last minute free kick to win like, the game. Don't don't bro. Don't <laughs> stop teasing me, man. Like this shit. I'm just building it if up. That ha- if that happened, right, like that would be on par with the Aguero. Not okay, not on par because the Aguero thing Unless it happened in like the ninety seventh minute or something, mm-hmm. that would be right up there with it. But also, don't forget, Liverpool still need to win against Wolves, which I'm not gonna pretend and say it's the <sighs> you guys. Most you guys will beat to do. Wolves, man. They're they're just done. <laughs> they just wanna go on holiday, man. The, the, I saw some tweets saying, Dude, what's, the, "What's the maximum sanction Connor Cody could get for scoring nine own goals?" <laughs> 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 but. I mean, Liverpool need to get the job done. And, you know, um, on that note, they did do their part of the the job this morning against Southampton with a very patched up side, I must say. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a huge three points. Um, because I looked at our lineup and that was a lineup that, you know, potentially would have played in the Carabao Cup. Um, no Mane, no Salah, no Van Dijk, no Fabinho. Um, but credit to the no boys, Trent you know, as well and Robertson. Yeah, no Trent as well. Yeah, and Robertson. It's annoying, so man. They like it's it's really getting under my skin where you guys are like the United of old, where you just could pull <laughs> up like a absolute fraudulent side and still win. It's I know it's awesome. It's pissing me <laughs> off, man. Pissing <laughs> me off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So this is kind of obviously it's not all I hope for. I hope I do hope we go all the way, but. From a Liverpool fan perspective, you know, seeing how far behind we were and the draw against Spurs, the the least you would have wanted was to at least make City work till the final day. You never want to concede it and just let the your rivals get a free run at the title, right? So, um, City playing at home, I think they've dropped only, what, five points at home this season? They lost to Spurs and they... Did they draw with Palace or lose to Palace? Um, I knew they dropped points against Palace, so it might it might be six points, it might be five points, not really a big de- uh, not really mm-hmm. a big deal, but uh, I don't know, man. Aston Villa, I don't really know if they are the most defensively astute side in the league, um, and it's like obviously Stevie is gonna want to to put out the best performance he can, but whether he can motivate these Villa players to give a shit is another thing, like. What what does Tyrone Mings give a crap about Liverpool winning the league, you know? So, yep. Uh, well, Emmy Martinez. So, um, it's more about how he can get through to these players. You know, I'm sure Coutinho and Ings won't have an issue because you know mm-hmm. they still have friends at the club. But wanting to beat City and actually beating City are two very um, 
contrasting thing. So, I don't mm. know. Hopefully, we'll, Edison comes we'll, out, gets an early red card. Yeah, but we'll... Um, I think the reason why City struggled so much against uh, West Ham was because they themselves have a pretty patched up defense. Defense, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they without Diaz, without Walker, if I'm not wrong, and without mm-hmm. Stones, yeah. Yep. Um, so anything can happen, man. Walk-ins, know, scoring it's from finally his poised, and I think the fact that um, City have kind of allowed it to go to the final day will irk them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure Pep will be doing everything he can to tell them like you know the rest of the season doesn't matter boils down to this one game which essentially is true um, but I do like the fact that they need to win I would have been a bit disheartened if a draw would have sufficed for them mm-hmm. which you know in Tottenham scenario a draw would suffice for them um, so yeah man it's going to be interesting If I think if Villa can hang on to like I don't know, 70 minutes uh, and Liverpool do score early, it will be very, very interesting, man. You're going to have the split screen on um, and hopefully it doesn't end up being, you know, drab. Like, I remember the last time we were in this scenario was City-Brighton on the final day. Yep. Ironically, Brighton's it was also first. Liverpool yeah. moves. Brighton yeah, got first like, and then City yeah, just destroyed them. I remember I was like, it was like Glenn Murray. I was just like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> and then like Aguero and Sane just quickly put that to bed. So mm-hmm. hopefully Villa can put up more of a resistance. And uh, yeah, I think we are in for a hell of a final yep. weekend. Um, for the neutrals, especially for the Liverpool and City fans, uh, get your towels because it's going to be a sweaty evening. And uh, with that, it's it's kind of interesting this season because we still have all these open storylines. We have the title race still going on. Then we have the top four race, which... I, I, I mean, do. I think it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hype it up, but... Uh, uh, I mean, it's first. It is, to- it is Tottenham, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it is first. <laughs> I, I saw this beam saying like... Uh, Time to bust out the lasagna For anyone who doesn't get the reference There was like lasagna gate Like I think 15 mm-hmm. years ago Where Spurs <laughs> bottled On the final day Because half their team Had food poisoning uh, <laughs> Allegedly Arsenal Or like Arsenal fans Poisoned their lasagna Or something So But um Yeah I think The Arsenal players At the end of the Newcastle game Kind of knew that Their race was run Um it felt very similar to when Liverpool drew at Crystal Palace all those years ago. Like, it wasn't over, but you could feel... Oh, you mean uh, Istanbul? Yeah, Istanbul, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, that's the one. Okay. Oh, man, still haunts me. But, uh, yeah, man, you could you could just see, like, like your like Odegaard, El Nenny, Ramsdale, were all deflated because they knew how important of a game that was and they knew uh, that... I, I, mean, I mean, to be fair, BK kind of did call it. He said that he Arsenal... Did. BK was the most level-headed throughout. Yeah, BK would... Uh, BK. I mean, Arsenal would put up a good fight for the top four, but he's, he was very With hesitant about yeah, mm. the depth, like the strength in depth, because you lose certain key players and like the players from the bench, would they be able crumbled, to provide bro. adequate cover? No. Yeah, Yeah, he, he did call it. Yep. That's why he's our Arsenal correspondent, man. Yep. And uh, I mean... The, the the awarding of the contract with three games or four games to go will always confuse me. I just thought the timing was very, very sus. Because you're heaping unnecessary pressure on Arteta as well. 
Um, uh, yep, so true. I, I just did. Think did that he get awarded the contract step. after beating us? After beating United and Chelsea, it kind of coincided, good, right? Good point. I think so. I think so. I I think. Remember, like six six games ago or something, um, Spurs had turned the tide, and Spurs mm-hmm. were the ones in fourth. Then yep. they kind of fumbled the bag, and Arsenal reclaimed fourth spot. Yep. Um, I think that's kind of when they offered him the contract, and then they got smashed by Spurs, and then they got humbled by Newcastle. And Spurs have been do, quietly do just think, grinding out wins. Dude, imagine if if Everton beat Arsenal at the Emirates, mm. then Arsenal would would be the team that started off this season with three losses, and, and ends ended with three losses. losses yeah. That's what and we the, like to and call the thing is a that, book ending. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is that they actually lost 13 games this season, which is one third of the total games that they would have played. And I know. that in no right should warrant a fourth spot. I mean, Chelsea did it with 12 losses, but it was because everyone else was so bad. But this well, is... Well, I mean, there you go. Uh, yeah. Spurs, United and Arsenal have all been like woefully inconsistent this season, mm-hmm. so it doesn't shock me. But... Um, I mean, to Arsenal fans, it's like, obviously you feel gutted because for the longest time, it felt, it feels like they fumbled the bag because they had it in their hands. It's like a phrase I've heard bandied about very, very much in the last few weeks. But you have to understand that this season, right, the, the priority was challenging for top four. You know, top four was never guaranteed. And I guess it's it's difficult right now to pick up the pieces, but they have to remember that, you know, they can't kind of fold now. They they have to just invest smartly in the window. And I don't think the ch- like the only benefit or not the only, but the main benefit of qualifying for the Champions League was that extra TV money. But in terms of attracting big names, right? I don't think you're gonna get a much bigger pool of players if they had made 4th place, which they still could, versus finishing 5th, because, like I said, Arsenal will always be an attractive proposition because of, you know, their infrastructure, the location of the club, the fan base, so, you're gonna have top players still interested, no, it's but, just whether but can they you, can, can you actually Can you actually say that, like, I, I know that this, like, the, the phrase you just said, Mm. Yeah, it could ring true maybe during the Wenger days like uh, a few years ago. But right mm. now, yes, even though... Arteta, right? yeah. Yes, like even though you're playing in the Champions League, right? I yeah. don't think they can attract like the top, top names. They could probably attract mm. players in that tier 2 region, which is actually the players that they are kind of attracting now maybe in between tier 2 and tier 3. Yeah. Well, yeah, then, so, then, I mean, in, mm. in many ways, they have to do kind of what Liverpool did at the start of the Klopp era, right? Because we, it's not like we were like going out and, and buying freaking um, yep. pff, like Sancho or whatever. Yeah, but, but do you I, trust... I didn't mean the uh, big United. Yeah, but, but Klopp, like, Klopp is Klopp. Like, he can yeah. develop players. Do you trust Ateta to be able to develop them? Because, yes, a lot has mm. been... A lot of praise has been heaped on on Ramsdale. I was kind of a bit hesitant on it but you can see right now he's kind of reverted to the mean he's yeah kind of dropped off like quite drastically like he's yeah. been 
not saving. He's I, not been I mean, woeful, but he hasn't yeah. been up to the standards he set at the start. Yeah, I, I actually checked. I actually checked a stat right, which kind of said that you know the first half of the season he has been preventing approximately four or five goals, but a the match? second half of the season, right? No, wait, a in, game. In, no, in, in uh, oh, the first half of I the season. Like, I was like, bruh, a game? That's like uh, insane, it's yeah. The first first half of the season. Yeah. Or maybe the first, let's say, three-fifths of the season. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then, like, the latter stages, now when it comes like to, what? you know, the business stage, he's kind of dropped off. So, mm. uh, he's kind of let in about four or five goals more than he should have. Right. Like, if you're going to talk about, like, uh, stats-wise, like, uh, XG conceded, yeah, so a typical average keeper shouldn't be conceding these type of goals in this situation, but I don't know whether it's... Uh, it, it could be a drop of confidence and all that, but he's just not the same ramp still that he was in the first half of the season. It, it is also I know, a trickle-down effect. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you're injuries and all Thomas that. Yeah. Party, you're missing your tyranny at left-back. Ben White and Gabriel have taken turns, you know, being, being crocked with injuries, so... Mm-hmm. And when you have Cedric playing at right back, <laughs> you're never safe as well. So I, I do agree with you, but yeah. at the same time, I think he's definitely one of the bright spots in the Arsenal team. And also because of the youngsters of the team. I know that they've been brilliant first half because, you know, uh, at the start of the season till probably the midway through, you don't really have that pressure on your shoulders. It's only up till you know you're in pole position to secure that fourth spot, which is when you turn and kind of look to the experienced players. Mm. But when your best players are the youngsters and your experienced players are not up to that level, it's kind of difficult, you know. Like, yeah, you're kind of putting too much pressure on them because I do have experience where this particular season, when when Lampard was in charge and our best players were literally the young the youth players because we couldn't mm. sign anyone else, so. Yeah, I mean, young players, yes, they can have high highs and low lows because, like I said, they're inexperienced. So they don't really know when to kind of show grit and determination. Like, once once they're down, like one go down, you kind of look at your experienced players to kind of motivate you through. But when you look around and you see players like Granit Xhaka, El Nani's, your Cedric's, your Nuno, your Nuno Tavashas, yeah. your Rob Holdings is like, how are they gonna inspire you, man? And you're just, you know, it's supposed to be down in the trenches with them, but they're not as good as the youngsters, if you know what I mean. So, no, I who agree. do you turn to? Like, which is why when they let Aubameyang go, yeah, I know that him and Adeta weren't seeing eye to eye, but you let players like them go, you let uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles go, who kind of could have done a better job at right back compared to Cedric you let um, who who was that was um, Matteo Granduzzi yeah I know yeah. that these players kind of had riffs with Arteta so they kind of needed to go but do not get anyone in in the January That's transfer window point. yeah it, it kind of just destroyed them because if your key players are out and you don't have adequate cover this was bound to happen so it kind of sadly for Arsenal fans, it kind of rang true in the end. Uh. I mean, you talked about the you know the young players, um, trying to look for experience around them for for guidance, right? And in many cases, these players can look up to an experienced manager. But in this in this case, you're looking at, you know, Mikel Arteta, who, for you know, 
he's done certain good things, but he broke clock. He's yeah, he's he's never been <laughs> in like this kind of scenario, you know. And you're up against someone who's been there, done that in in Anto- Antonio Conte, who I think the comments that Conte made were very calculated. You know, he knew that Arteta was sort of on the ropes, and he just laid into him. You know, the comment about saying, like, quit complaining, you know, worry about your team. Yep. Um, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but that was very calculated, I feel, because I don't think Conte would have bothered to try and do something to like something like that to maybe Klopp or Pep. I mean, Klopp kind of was annoyed at the way Spurs played against Liverpool, but Conte didn't say anything because he knows, like, I already got what I wanted. I got a yep. point at You, you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, exactly. And Klopp, Klopp said it in the heat of the moment. So in many ways, Conte did win that mind games as well. So, yeah, man. It's, it's yeah, he will learn from this. But whether he's able to use this experience um, positively in the future remains yeah, to be seen but for you Say what you want about Daniel Levy. But him shelling out an extra 20 million per season to get Conte kind of looks like a masterstroke move because Spurs are back in the Champions League. <laughs> Let's <laughs> allegedly <laughs> love but uh, it, it remains to be seen whether Conte stays on but with the confirmation of the um, Christian Romero and, and Dejan Kulusevski deals I think that's kind of an indication that Conte wants to stay and build something mm. at Spurs. I mean, he's going to get a fat check at the end of the season if Spurs do get the Champions League because I'm sure that there's he an added bonus in his clause. Yeah, extra bonus as well. Demands, mm. You can't yeah. just like qualify and just be like, bruh, like I can't, <laughs> I can't play like in the UCL with Harry. I mean, Wings, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I do. I'm sure Kane would stay because they're I on mean, the verge of qualifying. Left, right? Yeah, yeah. Golden Goose also signed like Haaland So where does he mm-hmm. go from here? Yep. It's not gonna go to Man United. The what the rumored <laughs> Lukaku Conference Kane. League man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he already played in the Conference League this year, bro. Like, he doesn't yeah. want to be known as the Conference League striker. So, wasn't he ripping it up in the Conference good. League? Yeah, I don't know if he, he was, was ripping, ripping it, up. it up. He was. He's got a hat yeah. trick. Yeah, he's got a hat trick in like the Maldives or something, <laughs> Bruh <laughs> <laughs> But that being said, um, I think of all the sort of. Storylines going on The top 4 race Looks the most Odds on um, Unless Norwich Do an absolute Madness And like Beat Spurs At Are they playing at Would home you, On the final yeah, day Yep they are Carroll Road So at Carroll Road mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean would An you be, early goal <laughs> we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised If Spurs Did bottle it Just be hilarious it also wouldn't surprise me if Spurs lost and Arsenal also lost. <laughs> you feel? Oh, kind of like what... Um, I think... The, was it Spurs who bailed out Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. I do when, remember when it was the final. Uh, we were supposed to... We were playing Aston Villa. So we needed to beat Aston Villa and we needed um, Leicester to not win. Okay. So we lost, we lost to Villa. But... Leicester also lost to Oh last Spurs. season yeah Yep last season Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Gareth Bale I remember that mm-hmm. I remember that yep. That was ridiculous Spurs uh. bottled the bottle Quite hilarious <laughs> but, but I mean 
I would fancy Arsenal against Everton just because Everton are woeful away from home. But hey, uh, you never know, man. Backs against the wall. Uh, demotivated both, Arsenal. Both side. of them have their both of them have their backs against the wall. Like if Arsenal yeah, put in a, a a shit performance against Everton, right? Then they might not make it out of the Emirates Stadium, dude. There might be like a <laughs> a fan pitch invasion or something. But yeah, but they look um, so demotivated, man. And I, and yeah, I didn't watch the Arsenal Newcastle match, but I heard the the performance was was terrible. It was even yeah. worse than against Spurs. Did, did, did you watch AS, AFTV? Of course, man. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so so my um my so many new people, all the interviews. I like I like do know a lot of the new interviewees. Yeah, dude. It's just a new era, man. Yep. So so what I got from the game or from from the interviews were like Newcastle were the ones who played like look like the they top needed right? yeah, yeah they needed the Champions League. Mm. Whereas Arsenal played like they were kind of on the beach. Doesn't really uh, how man yeah doesn't really speak of good things when you hear that as yeah, a man. as an Arsenal fan so I guess a lot will depend on whether Everton get a result in their match tonight if I'm not wrong mm-hmm. is it against Chelsea? no it's not against Chelsea no right? it's, not, it's not tonight it's tomorrow wait let me let me check who yeah Everton it's tomorrow it's tomorrow I think they're playing uh, Palace uh, would yep that's kind of a weird like Palace almost play better when they have nothing to play for. Yeah, that's true. If that makes sense. Mm. Oh, Europa League nice finals to... tomorrow as well. Oh what? Yeah, it's Frankfurt yeah. versus Rangers tonight actually. Ooh. So by the time we wake up, we'll we'll know if uh, we know if Rangers will Rangers be playing in the Champions League. Uh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be man. S- I think they're gonna be so bad in the Champions League. They're gonna get raided, dude. They're gonna lose like all their best <laughs> Tav- players. Tavernier. I mean, that's pretty much it's their pretty best much player. Tavernier right. and uh, who the hell is their centre back? Ah, Us- blanking. Usman. Wait, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> wasn't there? Wasn't there like a Musa Dembele? Who no, that was at Celtic. A... He he played oh. for Celtic. Where's he then now? He went to he went to Lyon. Is he dead? No lah, he's not dead. He's fine. <laughs> I mean, Bruh. if if Burnley bought Maxwell Corney over Musa Dembele, then that kind of says a lot. Corney is quite good. <laughs> yeah, but why wouldn't you buy Dembele over Corney? Maybe. Or rather, why why too, would you buy Corney over Dembele? Too expensive. I don't know. Oh, Goldson. That's right. That's right. Goldson. Corner Goldson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I I kind of had him in my. He was a former Brighton defender, man. Oh no way! Yeah, I played Brighton in my FIFA sixteen career mode. There we go. Yeah, wouldn't it be? It'll be memes too if Ramsey wins like the Europa League. Oh yes, he's, wait wait. Rangers won the Scottish League, right? No, Celtic won the Scottish League. Oh Celtic! League this oh, year. Yeah. oh okay okay. Only Stevie can win the Scottish League, bro. Yeah, he's but the irony still is struggling <laughs> with Villa, man. <laughs> It's cool, Doesn't man. He's gonna win the prem, bro. He's gonna get his prem medal. <laughs> air, air shipped over to uh to Birmingham, but um before we wrap today, right? Let's let's touch on the relegation battle. Um oh wow, I'm also on goal.com and the the, the first story is Chelsea want to sign Kunde ASAP. So there we go. 
he should have been in our Never squad wrong. last season. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And yeah. now it's going to probably cost even more. But uh, on to that, right? Since we were on Everton, they conspired to completely implode against Brentford. Um, that being said, they still have two games and unfortunately for my fellow Reds, it appears that the Everton relegation party will not be happening and more not yes they've they've sh- they've showed resilience in the last few games but i think most of that is down in part to leeds just being so bad in the last few games man when it really mattered leeds have like sort of folded um they did get a point they were the only ones um out of leeds everton and burnley to actually get a point this weekend unfortunately they only have one game left. Everton and Burnley both have two. And Leeds have the far inferior goal difference. So I do think Leeds could be in the bottom three by the time the final weekend rolls around because Leeds should go down, man. Hate that. I club. wouldn't shock me la, because I <laughs> Aston Villa are gonna rest their whole team <laughs> to to play against Burnley. <laughs> So I do expect Burnley to get at least a point to, against Aston Villa, mm. which would be enough to take them above a ha- goal difference. Hashtag free Rafinha, man. Hashtag free Phillips. Rafinha is gone la, no matter what. I will free say Phillips. this though. I yeah, they're they're both leaving. I, even if Leeds stay up, they I believe both will leave. Um. But the the interesting uh, the interesting thing about Everton, um, in this case is. They were so solid at home, but they they lost to Brentford. Um, they did get a red card, so double double red card actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I mean says a lot, lah. But um, I think if Everton don't get a win against Crystal Palace, right, they will be sweating at the Emirates. As far as I'm concerned, mm. Lampard will be putting all his eggs into that Crystal Palace game because if they win. Um, Virtually a shirt. I mean, mathematically, yeah, mathematically a shirt off safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they win, they're mathematically safe. Um, if they draw, um, uh, I mean, Leeds. That means Leeds. Yeah, if they draw, they have to match Leeds' result. Leeds or Burnley's result, I think, to be. Safe. The thing is, because there's only one slot and there are three teams, I don't think Everton will be the worst of the three. It's gonna be very tough unless Burnley win tonight. If not tonight, or whenever they play tomorrow night. If tomorrow Burnley night, beat yeah. um Villa, they'll go to thirty seven, which is above Everton, um, who will be on thirty six if they lose and Leeds on thirty five. Leeds Leeds need to win lah, basically, because I don't think Burnley will get zero points out of two games. That's Leeds' only saving grace. But the moment Burnley get a point, Leeds will be in the bottom three. So I think Leeds need to win. Um, who are they playing on the final day? Brentford. Brentford away is not the best fixture because, you know, Brentford had a great debut season. They'll want to end it off um, with, uh, on a high. I think if Brentford actually win, they Brentford stand a chance finishing home, right? in the top yeah, if Brentford win oh. the game, they stand a chance to finish in the top ten. So oh. they'll be gunning for that win, and yeah, um, and then they will be the next leads of this. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. I could see them going down. Yeah, 
I j- is there a scenario where you see both uh not both all three sides losing every match so it just finishes like as it stands right now like uh, that would send Burnley down though <sighs> Burnley played Newcastle at the end of eh, in the last game week right at home though hmm Leeds are the only actually no I think yeah, Everton I think Burnley, have one more home game I feel that Burnley are good enough to get a point at Villa tomorrow mm. which will take them above Leeds on goal difference yeah. right yeah and it, okay if that scenario happens I think that will be the final standing in mm. the relegation zone yeah long story short you don't believe Leeds will beat Brentford correct nah man they, they can't yeah. score and they can't defend so yeah and Rafinha Brentford looks like on he's paper checked have out. nothing mm-hmm. to play for, but I think they have everything to play for if that makes no, sense. No, but no, no, that yeah, that that kind of is in Brentford's favor because it will free them up. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they're playing in front of the home crowd to crown off a successful mm. Premier League season. So I don't really see them. It really like is looking good for guess. Leeds, man. Yeah, it's kind it's of when when, when when Newcastle took on Arsenal. Yeah, on paper, Newcastle didn't have anything to fight for. But it's like one-off send-off yeah. for the fans. So yep, that yep, will be yep. motivation itself, like for themselves. That's what I was worried about actually this morning with the Southampton game. But fortunately, but we managed are bad. to <laughs> fraud, our <way. laughs> fraud our way to a 2-1 win. That mm-hmm. being said though, Leeds, they, they did get a late equaliser in the 92nd minute. So yes, a point potentially won't be enough but that was enough to bring them above Burnley and give them that little bit of hope so mm-hmm. who knows man that 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 goal by my guy uh, my namesake might be that magic bullet that keeps them up but um, yeah man I, I also think it's going to be a tall order to beat Brentford yep. away yep, but yep. I think the picture will be a lot clearer once the Everton Palace game and the Burnley Villa game takes place. And I do expect Everton to get a point at least at home. Their final home game of the season. They'll be they'll be fired up for that. Um I also think mm-hmm. Villa uh Is it Villa? No, sorry, Palace. I keep thinking Villa play Everton. Palace are kinda like chilling. You know, mm-hmm. they'll they'll they're like away from home, they'll just be like, yeah, whatever. Um Burnley <laughs> It'll be hilarious if Villa really do rest their best players, which I think might happen. Um but it's also Villa's like final home game, so we'll see what happens. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, interesting to say the least. Maxwell Corney to score a hat trick. Vec horse, bro. <laughs> That that money, bro. Mm-hmm. Ben Ben Me, manager of the year. But uh, wait, is is Ben Me the manager or is Michael Jackson, the manager? <laughs> is it is it actually Michael Jackson? Yeah, like is his no, name? I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding, bro. It's Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we yeah M Jackson. But we, you said but you said Ben Me was the one pulling the strings. <laughs> did I, you? Not? I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson is just a mouth puppet. Yeah, Benny is actually the grafter. Benny is the manager of the year. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man. Um, can Norwich pull off the impossible? I'm just looking at the table right now. 
One, two, three, four, five, six games without a win. Surely now is the time to end it, right? Home to Spurs. <laughs> that would be... Timo Puki double. Ridiculous. <laughs> if it's going down, it's going to go down swinging. Oh yeah, bro. Hilarious. On that note, we do have one more thing to talk about besides Fraud Watch, but uh, it's the Conference League places, man. Conference League places. It's pretty <laughs> much between Man United and West Ham. Um, West Ham would have loved to have beat City because that would have taken them into sixth, which was the Conference League spot. Although now I'm not seven, too sure man. how it's going to work. It's seven. Uh, sorry, sorry. Six is the Europa League spot. Yep. Seven is the Conference League spot. But with Liverpool winning the FA Cup, right? Oh, no, no. Yes, yes. So it does open up six and seven. Okay. So yeah, man. West Ham will need to beat Brighton away and hope that Man United lose to Palace away. I can totally see United losing the Palace away. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Because they don't give a shit, bro, but... Yeah, because Palace, I, I think we, we all know how, like, boisterous the crowd is. So yeah. the players definitely will want to give them a good sending up. I could see s- something similar to a result like um, Newcastle and Arsenal. Mm. Very, very probable. Like, if you're gonna whether West Ham win is another question because that's not going to be an easy game as well. Wait, who are they playing? Uh, Brighton. Uh, Brighton oh, away. Brighton. Yeah. Mm. But tricky. I mean, surely Man United will want to be fired up because yeah, the Europa League is not where they want to be. But bro, dropping into the Conference League, dude, I come don't think on! They, I nah, don't think they dude. bother, man. <laughs> Do they look bothered to you? Not really, but bruh, <laughs> it's the Conference League, dude. I'm gonna bet like Palace. Lucia Seven would, would would like will yeah, himself dude, but, but alone. Seven is just one man. Like Palace he, are good. I, he's gonna try, dude. Like he's just gonna be like, "F this, I'll like, do it myself." Like him, him and De Gea against Palace, and the crowd. So oh, it's just dude. it's it's twelve v two. That would be funny as fuck, though. But I I don't think West Ham will win. Um, unfortunately, but hey, man, stranger things have happened, and Strange. yeah, man. And don't forget, it's oh. Zaha against United. I know. It's gonna he'll be just shush. He'll yeah. shush the crowd. <laughs> oh no, he will. He'll shush the the away crowd. Yeah, I should yep, say. Yep. He's gonna be fired up, man. But yeah, a lot of things finally poised. I honestly yeah. can't wait for the all the match week thirty seven games to be cleared up, so we have a clearer understanding of the table. But damn, 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 damn. Burnley, man. Is it finally time? Nope. <laughs> 17, man. We shall see, like, baby. Cl- clip it. Burnley will survive. <laughs> I think so, too. But, uh... Yeah. Remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Remains to be seen. But, yeah. We're almost at an hour. Let's just wrap it up with Fraud Watch. For me, it was mm-hmm. an easy choice uh, on Fraud Watch for this week. Riyad Mahrez going on Fraud Watch. My guy cannot take a high-pressure penalty. I don't know why Pep keeps mm-hmm. selecting him. So maybe Pep's the fraud in this case, but I've put Pep on fraud watch too many times, perhaps un- unjustly. So I'm putting Mares on. Um, could mm-hmm. have been a hero. Good. It was a good save for Fabianski, but it was also a good height for him. So 
yeah, Mares really mm. needs to stop being put on penalty duty unless they're like 4 0 up or something. What yeah, about I'm you? Gonna you put, um, I'm just going to put Arsenal on Fraud Watch <laughs> because <laughs> they've been flattered to deceive so much. The idea, uh, the, uh, they, they had the best chances to consolidate that fourth position, but 13 losses in a 38 game season is just terrible man and what's more they didn't even have European commitments so you include that with possibly Europa next season and I don't know I just don't think that Arsenal right now they have the I mean they could depends on how well they delve into the transfer market but knowing Arsenal in these past few years I kind of don't think they will be strengthened well enough to make that final push for the Champions League and yeah without an experienced manager as well just gonna see it just seems like the Arsenal board is trying to get top results cheapen out mediocre input Mm. I I agree so I um, think they could they could have gotten away with that maybe a decade ago or maybe a decade and a half ago but right now with the Premier League money Possibly, I, w- I wouldn't say equal footing for all the, the rest of the clubs, but as you can see, even the mid-table clubs are getting players of prestige, so you kind of need that special player or a few special players in each team to kind of separate your squad from the rest. But look at Arsenal right now. Like, w- would you take anyone from the Arsenal squad? Maybe Bukayo Sa- Like, okay... Will any players in an Arsenal squad improve your current 11s? I don't think so, right? Um. <laughs> let, let, me, let me at least think for a bit without discussing <laughs> it so quickly. Um, the 11. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, if you ask me, would I take no. Kayo Saka over Mason Mount? I don't think so, man. <laughs> like, player for yeah. player? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No one immediately comes in and improves this Liverpool side. Like, uh, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I would love to steal Poach Saka from Arsenal. Sorry, BK. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no one really comes in and and really challenges for a starting spot. I think I I would take. I would Tom take Tierney Yasu just for the lols, just to have like a backup Scottish. Yeah, effect. I I wouldn't mind. Tom but we already Yasu. have the Greek Scouser, so yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind Tomiyasu playing right centre back. Yeah, to, he, he might be a good Aspie. fit for Chelsea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Tommy, Tommy might be a good shout. I mean, Liverpool also. Um, we might be losing Neko Williams. Gomez, Joe Gomez, Gomez, Gomez as well. Yeah, might be. He he picked up an injury this morning, so I don't know how bad that's gonna be. So, mm-hmm. yeah, probably Tomiyasu. Uh, probably Tomiyasu. No one else. Perfect. Right? That perfect <laughs> green link to uh, Minamino. Nah, no one yep, else. Yep. I I really gave it some thought, but uh, nah, really dodged the bullet with Pepe. <laughs> yep, yep. Oof, Pepe, man. Really dodged the bullet with Pepe, bro. Yeah, that <laughs> guy. Maybe we should put him on front watch. It's like beating nah, a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so I think him and Coutinho will probably be the biggest um, like. Investment flops Like Coutinho I think they bought him For what 150 And sold him for 20 Pepe bought mm-hmm. for 80 Probably gonna recoup 20 tops 
but yeah that's a topic Oof. for another day yep yeah alright that said anything else to add my friend mm. nope one more one more low, one more uh, diss at Tuchel no uh, I the think it's kind yours. of like a, it's kind of beating <laughs> a dead horse like <laughs> I think more Chelsea fans are made aware of how fraudulent he actually is like I've been I've been at him since day you've been one banned, you, you've, yeah exactly since day yeah. one even the UCL win you were just like you were more happy for the club than praising him so <laughs> hey man I'm not All a flip flop speed. yeah <laughs> Body kind of has to back to go with what he needs because yeah it's kind of true that Tuchel's been working with players that are not signed by him mostly because I think most of them were from are still ranging from the Jose second era to Sari to Lampard and you guys have way too many eras yeah (laughs) how can you ever get attached to a manager dude it's like barely have time to get to know them I was attached to Carlo man and Conte because they were good they weren't Mm. frauds but they weren't there for a long time it was like they were there for a good time not a long time Mm -hmm. good times indeed yeah man yeah man yeah man yeah it's kind of gonna be interesting to see what Tuko does to rebuild the rebuild um shave his head lah first step yeah dude just be bald yeah man yeah bald managers get more credit in the bank yeah I mean if Tuko goes then wouldn't mind Graham Potter man he's not gonna go I would I would back him 100% I'll be shocked if Tuko goes now I mean, I would, it'll be my wet dream, but uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> not yet, uh, not yet. Not yet. Just waiting, just waiting for the big... Um, also, Abramovich is gone, day, so man. you're trigger-happy, like... Oh, man. Owner. We, we, yeah. It remains to be seen how trigger-happy this new owner is. He's American, No one so can match Roman, bro. Roman is like... Yeah, dude. Win the league. <laughs> get to a final. Win the league or sack. Yeah. You're gone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Miss that guy, man. <sighs> Those were I guess for Chelsea fans Good times But <sighs> Good times That being said We have now Come to the end Of the episode Thank you all We've stuck around The whole way Thanks to my guy Sash for coming on And uh, Paying respects To the FA Cup winners But yeah man Tough luck Better luck next time And uh, We look forward to Doing the oh, episode 40 next week, which would be a recap of the final weekend of Premier League action. We'll probably have a UCL um, build up as well. I think that's what we did last year. But yeah, yeah man, why not? Can't wait to see mm. who goes down, who wins the league, who makes the top four, all that good stuff, who makes the conference league. But yeah, till next week, take care, everyone. <laughs>